Welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you from my deck with Danita Dinger. Say hi, Danita. Hello. And Lisa Murphy. Hello. 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 Our topic this, well, I, this morning, afternoon, evening, uh, middle of the night, whenever you're listening, is a surprise to me and Lisa. Danita, what's the topic? Playing. <laughs> Instead oh, of play. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> Playing, that's a... You that's, had an ing, and it's a new topic. It's a new topic. It's a new word. You said a different word. Okay. Or did you say it would be a different topic? Um, you don't listen to anything I say I anyway, so it doesn't know. really matter. Um, well, that's good because that's something we haven't never mentioned before on the on any of the previous 20 or 30 episodes. Have, but have we? we haven't discussed anything play-related, so playing... Uh, well, what go, I... Why okay, go I am, hear it. is because of one of your posts that you had on Facebook recently about... Probably very thought provoking. It was very thought provoking. It was great. Is that are children really playing in your program, or are you leading the play more than you realize you are? I don't remember. It was more profound, of course, sounding than what just came out of my mouth. But that was the gist of it. What was it? Make your own Bloody Mary day to day. It's Saturday, Jeff. I take care of people all week long. I just learned this, so I had to. I said, "Did you chop extra garlic?" She said, "No, it's Saturday. You're on your own." Huh. <laughs> made my own garlic. Okay, because... Tasha, come sit in on this one. I'll make Jeff a Bloody Mary. Uh, <laughs> and Lisa works on Saturday, I so work she's, on Saturday. she'll well, make I, you I, one, Jeff. I think I can make it through 20 or 25 minutes without one, so I think we'll be okay. Okay, okay so, right, sorry. Fine. No, I'll, I'll be good. I, I got chocolate taste in my mouth. We so. really should just make a big fishbowl of them for the center. With a ladle. Long, just kind of a, long, a hookah. Long straws. A hookah, hookah. Like those restaurants where it's the shared drink yeah. in the middle. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll so work. do you know the post I'm talking about, Jeff? No. Oh, Shazam. Now i got to find it. Um, cricket. 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 So, Lisa cricket. Murphy, yeah. what, do you, uh, what, do you, what do you take, take on, pl- on playing? Not play, but playing. What's your favorite thing to play? When you're not working, how do you play, Lisa? Tell like us. as an adult? Like, mm-hmm. like in, yeah. in my, adult, my running is my play. My cooking is my play. Um, I like to do art. I like to paint. Um, I like to do chalking all over my yard. Um, I actually, this past year, thought about becoming a, 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 like a graffiti artist. I awesome. Believe, I believe the the proper term is is, is street art, and um, I think the term is I, miscreant. Sure, but I actually did to kind of create some kind of a symbol that attempted to create a revolution, like taking some of our early childhood issues to the streets and trying to get some attention in a very vigilante manner. So you're you're you're. That would be very. Would that very be cool. fantastic? You would need to do your, it in the hot pink wig. Your play is anarchy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> She. Love it. Yeah, Love it. I, I, I work hard and I play hard, and it's a nice balance. And there, there might be days where playing, for me, means just sitting on the couch and watching all the Harry Potter movies in a row. And then there's other times when it might be more active. But I, I very much, when it comes to that, practice what we preach. Work hard and play hard. So, Amen. yeah, I do. Well, we are in the process of, by the time people hear this episode, we'll have, have closed our family child care program, and that'll have been 25 years of direct care. And we've decided we're going to consider ourselves retired and that everything we do is going to be hobbies, mm-hmm. which is which is our play. And it, and luckily enough that there's a, a, enough of those things that we get paid for to make it so we can actually, you know, have food and, and stuff. But uh, toy making and the book writing and the presentations, those are all playful things 
for me that I started doing for fun because I enjoyed yeah. them. And then I was lucky enough that people, people, enough people say, hey, can we pay you to do that? Yeah, and sure. and that, that's a good thing. And, and, and so it's that whole, it's, it's going to be a retirement mindset, not a, not a sitting, all, yeah, sitting yeah, home yeah, yeah. watching the game show, show channel all day mindset, but, uh, but a, hey, life is short. Enjoy what you got. And, uh, and, and I think it's going to be a fun adventure. And if, if not, I'll go work at Walmart. Oh, I also, I, I'm very fortunate in the sense that what I consider my work or my job or the, the, the means through which I put food on our table is a very playful experience. So I, I feel that I'm able to, and I, and I realize how lucky this is. I'm able to live that What's the what, what? How am I going to say this? I'm like I'm able to live one of our sound bites, which is that that playing and the learning isn't. It's not. It's not separate. You know, it's work, work and play. It's the same thing. Yeah, it all goes I, back I to the whole the, the, to the mindfulness that mindfulness that we advocate for to the to the choice making. Uh, we've we've been advocating for. I chose for. to find a way to make a living that playing. that is very playful and yep. and and my heart hurts sometimes for people who have hobbies who have it stuck in their head that that somehow work needs to be something that you don't enjoy and it somehow needs to be something you don't look forward to but but and then the then the stuff you do enjoy is what you get to do when that is done or at the weekend or at the end of the day or whatever and and I know with every ounce of my being that you can find a way to make a living doing what you love but you have to take the time to figure out what what you love. Yeah, yep. and, and there's yep. hard, there's like everything I, else, I there's just hard had, choices in there. Well, and I mentioned it in the choice episode, but I just had this conversation with one of my daycare parents who are, you know, I was going to be gone on Friday to do this, to record podcasts, which is clearly play and super fun. And but yet it's I know, but yet it's also our job. Our job. It's, you know, and he's like, oh, sure, you're going to be working. And I said, I go, you know, and he's a yeah. good friend of mine. So I could say, you know, we all have choices. I just happen to be fortunate enough that the jobs I chose or was lucky enough to have are my play and mm-hmm. it is fun. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the here's the um, quote that sparked this whole thing. What passes as child's play in many early learning programs today is planned, regulated, organized, supervised, and documented by adults to the point that lightheartedness, spontaneity, and freedom that define childhood no longer exist. Wow. So are those planned, regulated, organized, supervised supervised and documented moments truly play when we are when lisa and jeff and i are referring to play are we referring to those moments because i think sometimes people do think it needs it needs to be that control with an adult and that's still called play and the other type of play where step back and observe and see what goes on is somehow still not seen as important or not acceptable play right there's a lot waste of language of time. that mature play is a phrase I'm hearing a lot, and that's coming a little bit out of the tools of the mind stuff and Bedrove and Leong, you know, mature play. Like there's a kind of play that, that we're trying to get them to, but I'm like, wow, you know, uh, mm, uh, I, what, what does that mean? I, and who am I to say that what's happening over here isn't what that two-year-old needs to be doing for 40 minutes? My head is an adult thinking, well, I'm not quite sure if that's mature play or not. I'm missing... I'm so busy now looking at my head, and, and now I'm like, let it. What's let it go? Leave it alone. Well, if if the child is interested enough to engage in it, they've got there's value in it for exactly. them. Exactly. Just and because I don't understand, we it. need to kind of uh, I don't know what the technical term is. Piss off and let them be. <laughs> you know, and it, it see took me a FD. long time. <laughs> I think what happens. See the FD, see the FD people. All right. If you don't get it. Message us. <laughs> I totally don't get that. Calm, Calm the. the 
Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. That's it for work. You're welcome. That's why I'm here, folks. <laughs> Clarification. Danita will make sure it gets clarified. Well, I, we, we went into this in a previous episode about the fact that that when that are that are we are we are we advocating for choice or are we advocating for play and it, it's got to be about that choice and when kids are really the ones making the choices we trust them enough to allow them to lead and own their own learning and experiences um, we, we, we get play and we may not always as adults like what that looks like for a particular group of kids but for them but it's not our play yeah it's not our it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not our job to like it it's our job to support it correct well, and, and advocate for it people need to to look at play in a different way i think a lot of programs i speak for myself i know when i first started being more aware of those moments or even before i was aware of those moments actually the play time in my program was truly the time for me to make sure I was ready, prepared, and had everything good to go. Because, you know, I had, at that time, I had young children, so the evening before never didn't, sometimes didn't always work out for me to be completely 100% prepared. So I'd always think, well, there's that 15 minutes of playtime that they get before I get the important stuff. So I will make sure I have everything good to go, that I have, you know, the snowman already, circles cut out, so all they have to do is glue, you know, you know, prepare, those types of things. And so I wasn't even watching what was closely. I was watching for safety. And that was it, but not truly looking at play. Where now, I'll stand there for an hour and a half sometimes. I've just stood there and taking pictures and taking videos and using that to educate my families, educate other um, early childhood professionals, and say, look at this. Do you see what is really going on in here? Um, so many examples. That, you know, just cups. I have just a ton of cups I got at the Dollar Tree. Six cups for a buck. Um, and we probably have a, a ton. That's got to be a, a lot. There's, I have no idea how many, but, um, just in that, how they've evolved from playing with those, you know, first, and those are just out in the environment for them to do whatever with, with no direction. Um, first they just could see to stack them in one tall. And then it was amazing. They would do it and then all let go. And they love to watch that big stack of cups tip over like a tower, just slowly lean and drop. And now they're building these intricate uh, creations and they're adding other toys into it and learned new ways how to put those cups together where some people would be like, well, what's the big deal on that? But that is full of independent thinking. It's new ideas, imagination. I mean, just, and it's so empowering for it. They are so extremely proud of it. Plus the collaboration to use other, other friends' ideas and teamwork and I could go on and on and on about it, but it, it just amazes. And then it carries into pickup time because at pickup time, the cups be in six equal stacks because that's the room that we have. The spot that is for them fits them, fits. There's room for them to be in six stacks. And then I've just added to it, see if you can make those equal. And so now it's a game. And here there's really deep math skills involved and analyzing skills and comparing and contrasting and working together again because the older ones get it, the younger ones don't, so the older ones will come in and fix it. And Anyway, and that's all in the process of So play. what descriptive words? Give me some words. As an adult who works with children, what are words that you would attach to an episode that in your head and heart you would be calling play? Give me some words. How do you know Free. it's play? Freedom. What else? Well, there's trust, uh, child-led, 
organic as organic. opposed. I love the as word a, organic. As, and I don't yeah. know if that's really the right word, but but just kind of growing from from the environment, the situation, and, evolving. And something I've said in 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 a, in a previous episode is is that that play is in the child, not in the toy. Mm-hmm. Our job is to that play out and support it in whatever way it manifests themselves from that kid. That's just, the, it, we're wired to learn about our world that way. Can play be quiet? Oh, yep. Yeah. And it can be It can be almost, can be chaos. It can, be it can almost come across, still. it can cross as chaos. But if you really look, you know, a lot of people, you know, a room with stuff all over the floor and kids making noise is chaos. But when you really look, to me, chaos is children hurting other children and Anarchy. just yeah just <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. craziness but when you really look yes it's noisy yes there's things all over the place but you look at each individual child they no I, I my best my best feeling that i get is when i totally escaped into the wall like i am just a a fixture in the room that is completely unimportant to the children that Do you know the um the quote by um Anna Quinlan says that at some point in their lives, at some point we need to move to the sidelines of their lives, which is where we belong if we've been doing our job right. Yeah. yeah. Montessori says that I, the children I are now her. as if I do exist. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. That you could leave. You wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't leave. But if no. you did, everything would still go. And I think, I think that level of trust, whether you walk out of the room or not, to go to the bathroom, as in a previous episode yeah. that we talked yeah. about, yeah. Wh- whether you actually leave the room or not, there's this sense of inherent belief, and not just saying it, but you really do believe that if you were to walk out of the room... Every, this would just continue. I don't need oh, to be crap. here. Saw that people. I and the thing email. is, is it's for gonna, people to it's gonna beep shoot. Again. Where did that train? Was it going? To recognize that that's okay. That that there's that that can be your whole and can be you out. Too many adults. And I was there. Was so there. I I needed to be doing the teaching and the lead. Um, when really the more powerful learning, the more meaningful learning happens when it's going on around me, not because of me. Yes. Okay, so are there uh, programs out there that, that look at themselves as play-based that are really not. playing at the idea of being play-based? I Practicing. was. I said I was child-led and play-based um, because they were learning in a playful way. In my, you know, it was fun. We weren't doing worksheets back years ago. My theory was, well, if we're not learning through worksheets, we're learning through hands-on play. And I would choose things according to the interests of, of my children. Um, and so, therefore, they were leading me. That's how I saw it. That's how I interpreted those words. Now I know that that was not child-led and play-based. Um, it was better than, you know, totally sit down do worksheet learning, but it was not a true child-led play base. And I think there's more people than just me out there that believe what I was doing was truly play-based child-led. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, it's perception. I might think that what it is is play, but then as I kind of deepen my own understanding and read more and learn more and go to more workshops and really go, huh, wow, that's it's that evolution. It's that changing of our mind. It's that starting here and then being like, wow, that used to work for us, but I didn't really know any better. Mm-hmm. And now as I'm learning more, it's like, wow, I got I to gotta change it up a little bit. you know. I'll never forget a conversation I had with Jeff. This was in our, our first, I think we were in our first book, and we argued a ton during that 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 portion of our relationship. Well, we, well wait. We, we didn't still re- do, but we a lot more then. We didn't really argue. I but just, debated. I told you what was right, and then you disagreed with me, and then you figured <laughs> out that I was right. 
<laughs> and sadly, sometimes it has to be our own idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. very much that way. I'm very much. Um, I was a. I as a child, I got to play and make my own choices and and my own decisions. And so, I still to this day like to make my own decisions. And and so, if I come about round it in a roundabout way, and then I figured it out that way, then I agree with you. But to be told, I still need to test and try and. <laughs> prove you wrong and then realize okay yeah you're totally right but i was doing um this huge polar express theme um at christmas time and it was fun the kids we had a great time and it was borderline them leading me you know because they'd be like can we have a pajama party day well of course we can have a pajama party day because they wear the pajamas and we did this huge you know polar polar express you know they they bought mugs and they made painted them and all these and i'm telling jeff how great it is and he's i'm like what you don't think that's okay, do you? You don't think that's that's not child love, that's not play based. He goes, it is. It, 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 it. It's just, why are you working so hard? You don't have to work so hard. They probably would have done most of that on their own. And you're right, aside from whoa, going to the Dollar whoa, Tree. Whoa, 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 say that again. Crap, crap, this will self-destruct. This episode will self-destruct. You did not say, say hear that, that. Say that again slowly. Sometimes you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got the audio. That's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> but, yeah. And since then, of course, because it's just tradition, Polar Express, that story um, just pulls children in. They just love it. So we still do the Polar Express play, um, but not as led by me as it was that very first time when I was sharing that, that story with Jeff. Well, and that might not be the best bad. example in the world, but it's just definitely one where Jeff really made me think. Just, He's like, Why? just one of the one of the many stories you could tell about how I've been right. Um, but no, back to that, back to that point. In this profession, we find ourselves, I think, a lot of times working way, way, way to. too hard. You need to be paying attention. You need to channel that same level of work, quote unquote, into your observation and your willingness and ability to facilitate what you see actually right in front of you. Because if you pay attention to what walks in your door, that, I mean, Bev Boz taught me that 100 years ago, that your curriculum does not come in the mail. Your curriculum no. does not get sent to you once a month. Your curriculum walks in the I door love that, Lisa. every morning. And you can't change over. There's going to be a guilt thing for those of you that are used to working very but you gotta hard. you got to push through it. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up. That's yep. what I used to do because I didn't yep. know any better. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you don't honestly know better and then all of a sudden your your world just gets rocked and all of a sudden you're making room for more of this kind of thinking, nobody's going nobody's gonna to beat you up or point a finger or make a judgment. Where I will get a little impatient is if I know you know better and you still stay where you are because it's easier or, or the next step is going to be a little painful or the next step requires you to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I, I have, and I'll totally own this, I have a very low tolerance for that. If you know better and you still don't do it, on some level for me that approach is an ethical issue, seriously. If you know better. And I think a lot of it comes to artic- being able to articulate it and stand up for what you know is right. A lot of people get bullied, I think, by um, parents. And maybe bullied, not in a horrible sense, but enough that makes challenged. you... Maybe challenged. Challenged is a better word. Um, by directors. Pressured, Pressured. You know, yep. And, and what you need to do is... is um, you know, you you learn the confidence first. You see the play in the learning, or the learning in the play, and then you invite your director to come in and say, can you just spend a morning with me, mm-hmm. standing with me, you know, in the boundaries, in the outskirts of the room, not, and, and I want to point to all the, th- and then you stand there and you say, look at that, look what's going on, and you tell that director, you tell that parent, you tell them, do you see what's really going on there, though? That child never led before. 
you always followed and look at them. There's two children doing what they are doing. That's empowerment right there. That's valuable. This, you know, and go around the room and just to every Well, it, it, it also group. allows us to build up that confidence of using that language. It also then tells our admin that we do have a handle on what's going on in the room, that we're not just ignoring stuff or, or letting it chaos reign. Yep, as, and if as, you have to pull out that standard checklist or whatever, go through that and say, look at that. That's being shown right there. Mm-hmm, that child mm-hmm. is doing that. Look at right there. See mm-hmm. it. It's right there. And often what will happen is that once your once your boss or whoever it is sees that you really consistently have that level of confidence and understanding, quite honestly, and I know it's hard to believe for some of you who are listening, but they'll leave, they'll start leaving you alone. You know, you're not going to be bombarded. It might be a while because they're testing just the way kids will test you, and yeah. they're going to push. Do you, all, do you always know what's going on, or did you just come back from a workshop and you're really hot and heavy right now, but by next Wednesday, it's like, wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that, and that kind of, okay, it's, this is not going to be a daily occurrence. It might be a daily occurrence for a little bit of time, but this person then is going to trust that I know what's going on, and then the children then trust that I know what's going on, and I trust the children, and it becomes this kind of dance of trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're right, it is a dance. It's like you lead, uh, you know, you see someone doing something, and you know, oh, my gosh, this might be awesome to go with that, and you might just quietly go grab it and set it and then wait for them to find it, and mm-hmm. then they lead again. This little... And they might not find it, and if they don't find it that day... I need to make sure as the adult in the room that I'm not going, wow, look at there's something shiny and new over in the science <laughs> exactly. table. Because that is not, that, I mean, that's and Lisa, manipulating. that's where I will go back. Every once in a while, I'll regress to that point. And every time I kick myself because it ruins it. Just listen to, just take my word for it. It ruins but it. But I was and up will, all night planning that yes, activity. Yes. Get yes, over here. Yes. And, and, and they will loud and clear let you know that, hmm, they'll, they'll be courteous. And, and look at it for a couple minutes, and then, boom, it's gone. It's totally gone. different if you would have just waited the hour or the day or the week for them to make that connection. Or, or maybe just wait for them to initiate it themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. s- some scenarios. Uh, v- v- the, oh, the craft. not even get it out is what you mean. Wait for them to think, hey, I know hey, you I, have I this. Need right there. there mm-hmm. I want that. Can I have yeah. it? And I um, love that when children ask for what they need. So, One of my favorites. Uh, so the artsy crafty stuff is out. Uh, should the adult in the room, if there if there's scissor work So describe need, artsy craftsy. Artsy craftsy, uh, paper, glue, scissors, glitter, tape. Cardboard. That all those that the, stuff. all those loose You're parts need out, to be there. Need to be out, out. in the environment, not out uh, of, of the program. Ava- available. They need okay, to be available. You. you got them yeah. out. Okay, so should you there were scaring me if there. there is if is there if if there's scissor work to be done, should the adult be doing the scissor work? No. What do you mean? Should the adult be doing it? If there's scissor work, who's deciding that there should be scissor work being done? Uh, well, yeah. If I need a circle, who needs a circle? The adult. I'm, I'm three. You're I'm three. three. I need a circle. Should a I be circle. cutting the circle, or should yeah, somebody child, be cutting the circle for the me? The child should cut the circle. And so there, how it much? Takes more time. Here's the scenario. How much time should how much time should should professional people into to prepping circles and triangles made out of construction paper for None. projects? Zero. Zero. None. You have Zero. round things for them to trace. Okay. So um, the centers are available. You got the block center and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all the time. How much How much time should adults spend deciding who goes to what center? None. Okay. Okay. And so the the some messy- of your listeners are going. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait I know a minute. people. I know th- this is pertinent right here. There is. It was brought to my attention. There well, is I, I one person's thought, which I know this is not here. just one person's thought. I'm sure more than this one person has had this thought. Um, she is working on. Um, uh, oh shoot! God, I totally 
You guys, I completely am having a brain fart. Oh, well, you are. Uh, attention span. Early. <laughs> She's working on attention span, <laughs> on teaching children to have longer attention spans. How now old? listen, listen. So she was going to set up Denise stations. Denise giving me the hand. Just I am so giving you know. her the hand. She was going to set up stations that they have to stay at, have to stay at for 20 minutes. And then the Why? timer will dink because they need to learn how to have a longer attention children span. Children have Lisa. very, they, children are born with very long attention spans. You know, this could be a whole attention span could be a whole. Here's what I know is that if they're actually engaged in things that are relevant and meaningful to them, mm-hmm. when have you seen a child like oh, 40 minutes in the Ublik, an hour and I can a half see in a t- the I've seen a two-year-old they don't have attention stick span. with something for 30 minutes. I heard a yeah. quote once. Uh, I, clearly, I'm in a kind of a quoting other people mood this morning. Uh, Thomas Armstrong, I heard him speak one time. He is, uh, you know what, I don't know how often he's out on the road anymore. But anyway, I heard him. He was doing some multiple intelligences work, and I got to hear him speak. Anyway, long story short, what he said was that a lot of children are being expected to sit still and pay attention, but not enough people are saying, what are they being expected to sit still and pay attention to? And I took that very seriously, and I like to think that I am one of the many of us that are out there kind of calling attention to that. What do you want them? Children, 20 minutes is actually a drop in the bucket if, if it's actually something that yeah. they are ex- engaged in. I know eight-year-olds will spend weeks with the Legos. Legos. That's you didn't attention. need to teach them. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to teach them how to wait in line either. Because if they want what is in the front of the line bad enough, they will wait. I, Lisa, I have so many, I have so many pictures in in one of my presentations of children standing in line, perfectly in line, patiently in line. Every single picture was their idea. What what was set up was their idea. They formed the line. They organized everything, and it, it's shocking to see two, three, and four year olds in this perfect line. As patient, there is okay. So a cement tube, cement form to make a column. I have those in my in my program. So they love to fill it. Cardboard tube. Cardboard tube. They love Not to a fill cement it. Cement tube. Yeah, it's a cardboard tube to make Used a to cement. Make, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to fill it with toys. And mm-hmm. one day they had the, all the balls out, jumping house or ball pit type balls. All the balls out. They all had plastic jars or boxes full of balls. Like some had twenty balls, and they were in this line. Ten children in a line waiting while each person stood up on a chair and one ball at, at a, time. a time dropped it into. There and wasn't what? a single pushing, shoving, nothing. It was the most amazing moment. I just stood there with my jaw dropped open. It and was actually one of my first, one of my nothing, aha moments during the journey. Nothing was more important than that. No. And, and, and it was there. I owned it. It takes more time to truly embrace what this topic is going to right now. There is no formula. There is no right way or wrong way. There's no book to read or video to watch. It's realizing that it takes time. It is faster and easier to say for kids in the block area. But then we deprive them of the negotiation and problem-solving opportunity. Because Too many who people am I avoid say, conflict. Well, we assume as adults that it's going to become conflict, and that's kind of leading with that negative mindset. I mean, I work from the assumption that we're going to be able to figure it out today. Yeah. So it it has to do with trust. Again, we're circling back to like the same six, the same six phrases today. You know, if if eight people need to be in the sensory tub, and I am always limiting it to four, 
we're missing out on what might happen when there's four extra kids bringing that to the, but it's faster and, and it's even, quicker and it's easier to say, no, 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 go find something else. Now I have a child who really wanted to be over here and now I've sent an angry, mad, potentially ticked off child to the rest of the room and now in about 25 minutes I'm going to think I have a behavior problem when really I maybe have a, an expectation problem. Yeah. yeah. And I sh- find yeah. if I'm saying no too many times... It's the problem's not the child, it's my expectations, which is a different topic. But back on conflict, I think too many people avoid, like you say, they assume it's going to be conflict, and then they want to avoid conflict. We're really, and I spent years avoiding conflict, totally avoided conflict. And then it dawned on me, how on earth are these young children going to learn how to handle conflict if we're always avoiding conflict? They need to practice, my house is for practice. Mm-hmm. Early childhood is for practice. That's mm-hmm. when you, you need to learn how to handle situations like that. And yeah, sometimes it's going to be ugly and loud and messy. And then they learn, and then those moments are amazing to observe. And so that, you mentioned the century play. That was the other one I was going to ask about. So is there is there a wrong way to do the century play? Should we as adults be hovering and say, no, no, that's not the way to use the oobleck, or no, that's that that's the wrong way to use the vinegar? Mm-mm. No. And so, but and, and we're so we, hovering. We're hovering, and so Step we do back. this stuff all the time. We're cutting things out when we don't need to be cutting things out. We are we are dictating who and how and when they play when we need to step back. We are we are dictating the the terms of the play. This can't go there. You can't bring that from the dramatic play area into the black play. We are we are we're getting way too involved, and and it does take a lot of effort. Um, for some people to, 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 to well, get there. Well, that's Lisa's, Lisa's whole reflect, then Not react. react. Yeah, yeah, reflect for, you know, our, our initial response is to, if it's not going the way that our adult mind has already formed is the correct way, we think we need to step in, but... But who am I to think that? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, that the way I want it done or the way that I did it is the only way to be. I mean, we, well, I, it's, I, we're I, back to calm the FD. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And what could possibly be more important than what we're doing right now? And I mean, and even, even in these podcasts, you know, we kind of start off with that one word that, that guides us. But the reality is, is that we We, take little tangents and we we come back if we need to. It's, it's like a 30 minute circle time. You know, Uh it is very playful. And if we're going where, but to, to stop a tangent to bring it back to the topic, you know, now we're actually doing that which we're advising people not to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Taking our own medicine is good advice. You know what? Let's do one. Let's do one sometime that we just follow every little Well, and in in you know, some of you know I was an acting student for a long time and that's a big part the of learning theater? how to I was in the theater. I was a thespian. I would have never <laughs> guessed that. Ever. And, and that was a part of of acting classes is, you know, somebody would just plop a word mm-hmm. in the middle of the room and you just kind of had to kick it around and keep the energy going and which is where I, I really that. learned how to say yes all the time. Yes. Oh, keeps, you were one of those kind always, of theater girls. Oh, the yes not that girl. kind of yes girl. <laughs> That's a different weekend. Ooh, we like Lisa. Oh, that only happened on Saturday. That's my right. yes day. <laughs> But to not be afraid of it. And I, there's a lot of times I use some of the stuff I've learned at acting school in, in the classroom. You know, I have, I have a theater minor, too. Um, and, yeah, a lot of it comes into play. Oh, a ton of it. All that improv. improv. It is all, it's improv. It's all, our day is improv. Spontaneity And within improv. improv, there is a lot of structure. And there are still rules. But not control. Improv, but there's not control. Valuable thing I've learned from Lisa, the difference between control and structure. You can have structure. Just oh, don't I'm the most structured control. person you'll work mm-hmm. with, yeah. And speaking of structure, 
Our kind of uh, time structure for this podcast means it's about time to wrap things up. Seriously? Uh-oh. Has it been that long wow. already? Yeah, wow. I'm glad I stuck been a, with play. It's been a little bit longer than I've been. Okay, so here's the deal. We want to know uh, what's going on with playing for you. What, what do you as an adult find playful in your, in your away from work life? What are you struggling with when it comes to play in your programs? If you need support or feedback, uh, just uh, post something on the Child Care Bar and Grill Facebook page, and we will get back to you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Go play. Later. Sweet. That was good. I like that one. We got 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 likes on The Play is in the Child of been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.